Hi there, I want to welcome you to Wedding Club, the ultimate wedding planning podcast for couples that are feeling overwhelmed with the planning and want all of the tips, tools, and industry secrets to help you have a joyful and fun and organized wedding planning experience. I'm Sarah, co-CEO of Confetti & Co Events, and together with our team of wedding experts, we are going to guide you step-by-step through all things weddings. So let's begin. Welcome back to Wedding Club. You've just got me today, Sarah. Nice to talk to you all. Um, We are talking about a topic today. We're actually going to be talking about beach weddings. We've just been over in Rottnest Island in WA just for the past couple of days because we've got a wedding happening over there. And when I was there, we were talking about all of the logistics of planning this beach wedding. Um, And it just got me thinking about it's it's a little bit difficult and I thought hey this would make a really good podcast because I think it would be really helpful for you all to know all of the things that you might need to consider if you were looking at having a beautiful beach wedding. So yes let's dive in head first into the world of beach weddings. Let me just start off by saying I really think beach weddings are beautiful. They are magical, the soothing sounds of the waves and the warm sand beneath your feet and amazing views, especially in Australia with some of the world's best beaches. So yeah, it's no wonder that beach weddings are so popular. But I guess whether you're planning your own beach wedding or just dreaming of one, I think it's really important to to think about the risks. Wedding planning is all about risk management. So we wanted to give you a list of all the things that you need to consider when you're planning a beach wedding because it really does come with its own set of unique challenges. And trust us, we've experienced a few unique challenges when planning previous beach weddings. Um, so to start it off, the first thing you absolutely have to do, if you found the perfect spot on the beach and you're thinking, yeah, this is where I want to have my wedding ceremony or reception, number one is look into the permits and any regulations. So you're going to have to, you know, contact the local council and just have a conversation with them about, you know, what are the requirements, what are the restrictions for a beach wedding. Um, So you're going to definitely have to get a permit, but you're going to have to think about or ask them about any noise restrictions or guest limits or how long you're allowed to have on the beach, um, how much privacy will there be. So Step number one, go have a chat with the local council of whoever owns that little bit of land and um, and and start working things out from there. You definitely don't want to have a beach wedding without the permit because the worst thing in the world would be you're all set up, ready to go halfway through your ceremony and, you know, local rangers come in and, and pull it off. <laughs> so that's definitely number one. Number two is, I mean, it's obvious, but we need to think about the timing and we need to think about the tides and the time of day for your wedding. So one interesting thing that was happening when we were looking at Rottnest on the weekend is where we thought we were going to have the ceremony set up on the day of the wedding at that particular time, we kind of saw, oh, the beach really has disappeared because the tide's in. So we jumped on Google and did a tide check for the time of day of the ceremony 
and kind of worked out whether there'd be enough beach space essentially to be able to set it up. So, you know, it's a really important thing to think about because um, we definitely want a beautiful and comfortable and memorable experience, but not for all of the wrong reasons. So number three is footwear and attire. We think it's really important when you're having a beach wedding to make sure it's really clear to your guests that it's a beach wedding and it's on the sand. So inform your guests about this and, you know, advise them to wear appropriate footwear. It's it's quite obvious, but I think it's a good idea just to give them a little heads up as well. Um, sometimes it's nice to have a few little baskets at the start of the stand and guests can place their shoes in there. So that's a nice little touch that you can do for guests. But yeah, definitely inform your guests about the location so that they can accurately um, prepare and wear appropriate attire. Number four is decor. I think the most beautiful part of having a beach wedding is embracing that natural beauty of the coast and of the beach. Um, so when you're considering your, your decor elements, you know, have a talk to the florist, have a talk to the decor suppliers, have a talk to your wedding planner or stylist about the style that you want to incorporate into the into the beach ceremony. Um, and I just think it's nice to embrace that natural beauty. And it doesn't mean that you can't have bold and bright colours. It doesn't mean it all has to be, you know, really, really neutral and coastal. But, um, you know, just have a think about that because you, you sometimes um, it might not work to have something that you've always dreamed of, perhaps with bright metallics and golds and whatnot on on the beach it just might not be the right vibe however if you want to go against the grain I'm all for that as well I think one step further in your decor is you can look at taking that coastal vibe into your reception decor sure but not only the decor but just the general experience of your reception perhaps thinking about adding in some tropical cocktails as soon as the ceremony's finished or even just incorporating seafood into the menu just to kind of make the vibe of your wedding continue into the reception as well. Might be a nice touch. Number five is always really important and it's about the comfort of your guests. So providing appropriate seating on the beach, um, you can really have anything, but I think you need to really consider what the terrain is like. You know, if you're thinking of a certain type of chair, it will be sinking into the sand. It's not necessarily going to be sitting perfectly straight. Um, sometimes I've found benches work really well at a beach ceremony and, and look really great. Um, so, yeah, have a little bit of more of a think about the seating and the train that, that it's going to be sitting on. Other items of comfort that you might like to consider for your guests is by large market umbrellas. I mean, obviously it's on the beach. It's going to be likely an afternoon ceremony. I can imagine you're probably choosing a summer month, so it's going to be reasonably hot, reasonably hot at that time of day. So think about large market umbrellas. Um, you can get some fans. You can even personalize some cute little fans. Have some parasols available for your guests. Anything to do with shade, the sun cream station. I'm obviously I'm fair of skin, so I'm always like all about the sun cream, um, and and things like that. Lastly, definitely not least, is water. Definitely having a drinks or a water station nearby is going to be a really great relief for your guests, and I think definitely something you should be adding in. So number six, last 
thing, and definitely not the least thing, is backup plans. We always be going on about the backup plans. Um, and if you want to know more about backup plans, we do have a whole episode on them. But you always need to have a backup plan for, for any wedding you're having. But at a beach wedding, it does kind of ramp it up a little bit because there's nowhere to hide. Um, I think you need to think of not only rain when you're you're considering a backup plan for a beach wedding, because literally wind is going to be the biggest enemy um, because your ceremony is likely going to be in the afternoon. And that's usually when the sea breeze is going to come in. And so often, like I see all of these photographs and inspiration come through uh, of a beach ceremony and it's got that, you know, beautiful white fabric flowing off the arbor, for example. If it's a windy day, that beautiful white fabric is going to blow off that arbor and it will not be looking like any of the photographs or inspiration that you have. Um, sometimes even having an arbor set up on a beach ceremony can be a bit of a risk as well because, you know, it's like a wind risk. It could be falling over. So you might even be thinking about having something different if it's if it's a windy area. Um, you might be thinking of a ground arbor or just, you know, small plinths or something like that that's just a little bit less risky. But, yeah, with your backup plan, you know, you need to be thinking where are we what do we do if if it does rain or what do we do if it's too windy? What are my options? What do I want to do? Just plan it out at the very beginning of your wedding planning um, because it will just take a lot of the stress out of it towards the end. So those are just some quick tips that anyone who's considering a beach ceremony or wedding need to consider. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this episode a bit inspiring and informative. Uh, if you want to see more of us at Wedding Club, you can actually find our wedding planning business, Confetti & Co. events on Insta. And the Wedding Club podcast is on Insta as well. would love you to get in touch with any questions that you want answered on the pod. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So, yeah, that's it for today. Just a quick one. And I hope you all have a great week and happy planning.